The Truth Commentary with Rob Pugh, publisher of the Wisconsin Christian News, a ministry dedicated to the truth revealed through Jesus Christ, encouraging listeners to stand boldly as the King's return is at hand. Were you expecting a red wave on November 8th? Why would you think that? Did you forget about the presidential election of 2020? We were still using the same easily manipulated electronic voting machines, even after the people demanded a redress of grievances for an obviously stolen election on January 6 of 21, it was the people who were persecuted and prosecuted. Congress never addressed election reform in any way, so we still had mail-in ballots, an abundance of questionable absentee ballots, and ballots mysteriously showing up after election day. And in this age of computerization and electronic ease, it's still taking more than a week in some areas to complete the counting. How stupid do they think we are? Never mind, they know how stupid we are. Even when millions were outraged at the arrogant election steal of 2020, and after presenting irrefutable evidence of such, the people being brainwashed by the mainstream media and just plain tired of it all, just gave up and gave in and accepted the usurper in the White House as being legitimate, but with an asterisk. But that was not the first time our elections were rigged, just the most blatant example. Our elections have been manipulated for decades. It's no longer who is elected, but rather who is selected. And in case you don't realize it, we the people aren't doing the selecting and haven't for years. An obvious example might be the junior senator from Illinois who suddenly became president after having done nothing whatsoever other than learn to lie convincingly. And yes, today I am speaking of politics, something we've been trained to believe that Christians are supposed to keep their grubby hands off of, especially so-called pastors. Today's modern American pastors wouldn't speak on anything that could even remotely be considered a political issue if their lives depended on it. Actually, they do depend on it, as do the lives of the sheep they're supposed to be leading, not to mention their children and grandchildren. As go the pulpit, so goes the nation. Our pastors' lack of courage to address the vital issues of the day and teach their people what the Bible has to say about all these matters is the sole reason our country is now in total collapse. Forget the slippery slope we were on in the 1980s and 90s. We've long since descended into the abyss. That slippery slope is now just a pleasant memory of days gone by. We only wish we could go back and have the guts to do something to avert the disaster that is 2022. You cannot separate church and state in a nation that was established by God's mercy and grace and whose founding fathers not only knew this, but enshrined the Word of God in our country's sacred foundational documents, carved into stone in our nation's capital, built into the legislation they passed, and worked hard to ensure God and His Holy Word would be studied and revered by children of future generations. But here we are. Now we go to church on Sunday, daring not to speak a word about so-called politics to anyone. And then we go vote on Tuesday, looking to the Republicans as our great saviors. Honestly, I'm done using the verbiage of the establishment state. Let's call things as they really are. Instead of Democrats and Republicans, let's use the proper terms, communists and politicians, because that's really what we're dealing with, and it's time we acknowledge it. I've heard people call the Democratic Party demonic, and I have no doubt it most definitely is. But the other wing of the demon is still part of the same demon. Some may honor God with their lips, 
But when are we going to learn that none of them can be trusted any more than we trust a telemarketer? Show me some fruit and then they may earn a bit of my trust. Simply having the letter R after your name means nothing to me and it shouldn't mean anything to you. The lesser of two evils is still evil, and the communists and politicians have earned my disdain. If you don't feel the same way, I feel sorry for you that you're so misled. Democrats and Republicans, left and right, are nothing more than buzzwords used to divide us. Even when the so-called good guys have held majorities in office, very little good has ever come of it. Not only do they not advance the righteous agendas of God, they don't even fight for the very things they claim to stand for while they're on the campaign trail. And isn't it amazing how these people go to D.C. and suddenly get a six-figure income for working less than half a year, but they actually become multimillionaires or billionaires before they leave office, if they ever do? How does that happen, and why doesn't anyone ever really ask those questions? Not to mention the hefty pensions they receive for the rest of their lives if they ever do retire or are somehow voted out. Now we're supposed to believe that a majority of voters actually chose to rehire those who shut down businesses and churches, forced us to wear bacteria-laden face masks in order to enter a store, school, or use public transportation, conspired with Big Pharma to push a series of known deadly depopulation shots and show proof of our jab status to enter restaurants, travel, or stay in hotels, forced these shots into adults lest they lose their livelihoods, forced these shots into our children, rendering them sterile with serious lifelong illnesses and killing others, purposely destroyed our energy independence, causing massive spikes in costs to operate our cars, trucks, trains, planes, and ships, not to mention heat our homes, purposely neutered our U.S. military, leaving us virtually defenseless at a time when they've also led us to the brink of hot kinetic war opened our borders to foreign invaders and handed them, on average, $4,000 a month in benefits, along with free housing and food, while our senior citizens subsist on $1,200 a month. Brainwashed our kids to hate their parents and their country. Brainwashed our kids until they developed gender dysphoria, a phenomenon that has risen by 4,000% just in the past two years pumped pornography into our schools, cheered sodomites as the most courageous among us, have blatantly stated they're pushing for Marxism, democratic socialism, and communism, thrust us into an economic depression, have attempted to force us into the Green New Deal, have stolen children from parents, labeled parents who care as the most dangerous threat to our democracy those domestic terrorists, imprisoned without charges, without bail, and without representation, all who dare voice dissent, sent billions of dollars to Ukraine, one of the most corrupt countries on earth, and the epicenter of money laundering for the globalist communists and politicians. Now, I could go on, but suffice to say, the United States of America has become the laughingstock of the world. We're now officially a third world country just as Barack Hussein Obama intended and is now implementing in his third term. In some political races November 8th, the politicians beat the communists, but only by less than 1%. In other races, the communists beat the politicians by similar margins. If we're to believe these numbers presented to us by the mainstream media, which 85% of Americans say they do not trust, then this country really is divided. And perhaps it's true. 
Maybe they really have brainwashed half the country to believe that evil is good and good is evil. If that is the case, it won't take much longer before every thought of every person is only evil all the time. This didn't have to happen. Things didn't need to be this way. If only we'd stood up in the before times when all we faced was that slippery slope. I've been warning of this for nearly 25 years now. A few understood and saw this coming too, and some took action. Most thought I was nuts, especially the pastors, who will have nothing whatsoever to do with me and absolutely hate our truth-telling newspaper, Wisconsin Christian News. I guess you can lead a person to the truth, but you can't make them think. Again, this all goes back to the destruction of the American church. As goes the church, so goes the family. As goes the family, so goes the nation. Or a simplified version, which I mentioned previously, as goes the pulpit, so goes the nation. Either way, it comes down to worldly carnal compromise, cowardice from the pulpit, and the invasion of our churches by demonically influenced lost souls who are never counseled, discipled, and trained for the work of the ministry, but rather simply catered to, just as they were in their sin. This was followed by the seeker-friendly movement, in which pastors began to tailor their sermons to soothe the consciences of the lost sinners, allowing them to remain in their carnal lifestyles in unrepentance. So instead of pastors preaching the whole Word of God, leading to the salvation of souls, pastors have allowed the unrepentant sinners in the audience to dictate what was preached from the pulpit, which of course is apostasy. Reverence for God was lost in the process. Respect for God and country is dead now. Biblical illiteracy is rampant. Only a small remnant remains, as, as described in Matthew 7.14. The remnant has been shouting 2 Chronicles 7.14 from the rooftops. Even the cowardly pastors will quote it in their hypocrisy. But it has little to none effect anymore. It's become just something we say with no intention of ever really doing. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. I'd also recommend studying Deuteronomy, which contains the wisdom of the final words of Moses. But as you do, understand that we are now in the place where the people of our land have forgotten God. We've done exactly what Moses warned us not to do. For the most part, Americans have shunned God, spit in his face at every opportunity. Even as he's blessed this country with abundance and wealth, luxury and ease, as he's not only given us all we need but abundantly more than we need, we've pridefully cursed him, denied him, and followed false teachers in our churches who preach doctrines of demons. Thus, we have so-called Christian churches now promoting sodomite marriage, drag queen performances, and pagan ceremonies of all kinds. We've set up idols to Satan in our cities and towns. We've allowed the murder of our children, first through abortion, now through the death shots. And we've done so with pride. While most Americans still claim to be Christians, few have any depth of knowledge of God's Word, and few truly follow Christ. If we did... We'd be causing no small stir in this nation. We'd be turning the world upside down for God, as the early disciples did, rather than blending in to the carnality and ignorance of the heathen. 
And now that our U.S. justice system has been openly weaponized against Christians, the chilling effect of that will only thin the remnant further. Even fewer will now be willing to resist the devil for fear of imprisonment, persecution, and losing their stuff. I'm happy to tell you, though, that I'm one who will stand firm to the end. I've stood firm through all that's happened so far, and I plan to finish the race well, even if the communists and politicians require my head in a basket. What do I, or any of us who truly follow Christ, have to lose? Philippians 1.21, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. So, sorry folks, you didn't get the red wave you were hoping for, and I'm sorry to have to tell you that you've been chasing after the wrong Savior. Meanwhile, for those who can understand, Philippians 4, 4 through 7, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Prepare for persecution and pray without ceasing. Audio CDs and transcripts of this message are available when you call me at Wisconsin Christian News, 715-486-8066, or email Rob, R-O-B, at wisconsinchristiannews.com. Ask for message number 377. This has been the Truth Commentary with Rob Pugh, publisher of the Wisconsin Christian News. Find us on the internet at wisconsinchristiannews.com. Questions and comments? Email Rob. R-O-B at wisconsinchristiannews.com. The views expressed are those of the speaker.